Hello folks, this is Adam from Being a Biz Analyst, and we are back for another episode of The Retrospective, where we talk lessons learned, what happened last week, what did we like, what did we not like, and of course, what do we need to improve. So let's jump in. Hi folks, this is Adam Hessler from Being a Biz Analyst, and this month we're going over what we learned as far as going out and getting others to help us out. Not with knowledge per se, but more so with action. So I think a lot of the time we get caught up in trying to learn stuff that just sort of feels comfortable to learn so i mean it's very comfortable to go out at least it is for me um and and, you know this is going to be different for everybody but it's very comfortable to go out and do a say a course online like there's there isn't really any per se um what would you call it? A real discomfort to doing that because it's a very passive type process. I mean, unless the course actually gets you to go out and do something active, uh, you're basically just, you know, watching online videos and maybe reading something online. And maybe you're doing little assignments that ask you to go out and, you know, rehash the um, content but you're not really going out and putting something into action in the real world and this is where I think we can actually learn from other people who are already in the industry you want to work in already have the positions that you want to work um, in or maybe even work in the companies that you want to work in and asking them, what do you think are the next steps that you should be taking? I was just reading an article the other day about how when you're networking and just out of school, really, you need to be going out and asking everybody, number one, (laughs) letting them know that you're looking for a job, and number two, um, always being of the mindset that you want to learn from them. So you want to ask them, what do you think are the next steps? And I got to thinking for sure, um, I I would say that both of those are actually really good pieces of advice for networking when you're also trying to make a career change because really there isn't much difference Um, in terms of, uh, I guess, sort of your position as far as where you're at with your career between getting just getting out of school and maybe being a mid-career professional and trying to make a career change. The only obvious big difference is that you just have more experience as a mid-career professional than the person just getting out of school. But really, you still need to be doing those things where you're putting yourself out there. (coughs) Excuse me, sorry. 
um, where you're telling everybody that you are looking for work right now and specifically what you're looking for. So that comes down to that ideal position and ideal company that we talk about in my course um, from going from clear, um, sorry, <laughs> confusion of what to do and how to make the career change to clarity. And if you're interested in that course, feel free to reach out to me. Uh, being a biz analyst at gmail.com. If you'd like to know more, we are looking for students all the time to come in and beta test the course. And, uh, and then the other point being that you want to, sorry, what was the other point? Um, huh, gosh, now I can't remember what the other point was. You want to put yourself out there and you want to be telling people that you're always looking for work. And then the other one was, um, oh, that you want to be asking for help. So, and then this is where the other point comes into play is that you always want to be asking people what is their opinion of your next steps. And this is really important because what this does is it gets you into this mindset of not really thinking so much about what applications am I going to go after, but what people do I want to talk to? and then iterating on that. So, you know, you meet the first person and they tell you that the next step they think you should take is X. And so then you go and talk, you go and actually take an action on X and find out who you meet there in doing X. And then you ask them what they think your next action is. Now, obviously the only thing is you can't get, get go down the rabbit hole um, in the wrong wrong rabbit hole in this way and you just want to sort of be aware of that right so you want to be always asking new people what they think um, along sort of that top level the original level where you're actually going out and finding new people to talk to and asking them what they think and really evaluating even before you take action on what they've said who they are, uh, where they're at in their careers. Because, of course, you have to understand that they have all their own fears and insecurities as well, uh, just like you do. And they're going to be probably filtering their suggestions through those fears and insecurities. So they might not suggest to you to do something really bold, like go and talk to a hiring manager. Whereas somebody who is not afraid to go out and talk to hiring managers might tell you that you need to go out and talk to five different hiring managers this week. So it's good to just keep that in mind that everything's being filtered any advice that or anything that anybody tells you is being filtered through their lens of their own values, insecurities, um, priorities, and so on and so forth. So that's what we learned this month. And in the next section, we're going to recap a few things that we accomplished as a company. 
Hi folks, so as far as retrospective for the business, a bunch of different exciting things happened this month. So, one thing is that we've moved one of our first students who I was leading through as a single student or individual student. Um, he has more or less reached the very end, and so that's very exciting to have her have finished the course and get to a point where she's actually going to be holding really the the true value of the course or the purpose um, that the course is supposed to deliver on which is a single piece of paper that says um, a summary of everything you've learned in the course that's key so that you can then go out and start applying for positions and know what you need to do as far as next steps are concerned. So that's why I call it potential for next steps because we all have that potential to do a career change but do we actually know what those next steps are that we need to take and nine times out of ten that's really the issue for people. If you already know what the next steps are, then obviously you would want to just move on from my course and not take it. Um, you might want to move on to other things like actually diving into those courses you might need to take or the getting the experience you might need or finding that network you need to find. Or maybe you're at the stage where you don't even need that stuff and you just need to go out and find that ideal company or ideal position or maybe that really ideal is a combination of both for yourself but if you do want to know more about the course and how to get involved and help me actually uh, uh, sort of test it out uh, we do an exchange of not money but we do an exchange of you putting in the work and going through the course and then giving me feedback on all the different lessons of the course as well as giving me testimonial testimonials um, for the different sections of the course so that then I've got stuff to actually do basically a retrospective on the course and then move forward with improving it. And I've got marketing material with the testimonials, which is great because that's obviously that social proof is very, very powerful. Uh, so that's very exciting. We're moving through and we've got a group of two going through right now. And by June 1st, I'd like to have a group of probably three or more like five people going through at one point at one time. That'd be really ideal. And I just wanted to stop and take a moment to tell you about the commitment of the course. So I think, you know, we all struggle with commitment because really, truly committing means saying, yes, I'll follow through without actually knowing all the details of what what you're actually going to have to do. So just as an example that has nothing to do with the course, if I say I'm going to commit to, uh, what would be a good example? Um, I'm going to commit to eating healthy every single day. Whatever healthy might mean to you, that's irrelevant for this example. But if I say that, I I don't know what the, what it's going to take to do that. So I don't know what... 
I'm going to be doing on Thursday at five o'clock. Like maybe my boss says, oh, you know, we need to work late today uh, because we got this huge project that has to get out the door the next day. And so we're going to order everybody in food. And you're like, oh, <laughs> that's not going to be good because he's ordering in something very specific from a very specific restaurant. And, you know, maybe that means that if you're going to stay committed to your healthy eating, that you have to say, oh, you don't have to order me anything, Ian. I'm going to go and get something for myself from a really healthy restaurant and I need to you know leave right now just before they close at like six o'clock or whatever it may be um, another good example is you know you get home from work and maybe somebody in your family wants to order a pizza well then what do you do right so then maybe you have to cook something separate for yourself to be able to stay committed to that commitment of eating healthy so it's the same with the course like i can be as transparent as possible about everything there is in the course and stuff is still going to come up like uh there is homework every week ideally it would probably take you about two to three hours per week and then you have a half an hour meeting with me every week to go over how did things go that week and what are you going to do the next week um but you know like i i mean this is why we're calling it beta testing is because i don't actually know maybe it is actually taking people a lot longer to do the homework and that stuff that we need to figure out and get feedback on um and then i think there's there's the other factor which is are you really, really committed to making the career change? Um, because if you are, then obviously you're not going to allow something like um, a few hours of homework to get in your way. You're just going to make it happen no matter what. But um, I think if you're not really committed, then what's going to happen is you're going to find every excuse not to do the homework. Um, and so, yeah, I just wanted to be really transparent that there is a, amount, a certain amount of homework and it is about two to three hours. Maybe in rare cases, it might actually take you more like four hours. And so you really need to be planning out that um, homework and you really need to use your business analysis skills to do this course. And so that's something that we talk about in the course is like, how do you plan out your week? Um, how do you, how do you look at the homework and then actually analyze it for things like, how do I pull out those key details so that, you know, again, we get to the very end of the course and we've got this one page document that says exactly who are you and what are you looking for and what are you actually going to talk about when you're networking or doing interviews or writing up your resume or writing up your cover letter or what is it that you're looking for in terms of an ideal company, ideal position, who, you know, what kind of network do you need to build, what kind of education or experience do you need that's specific to you so all of these things are specific to you. 
Um, and then, so that's the course. Um, and then we did BA World. Um, and then the last thing was doing this podcast. So I've sort of been all over the map and very inconsistent with social and generating content and not really committing to actually doing really committing to doing something so that it actually gets produced on a consistent basis so that was something that I did as far as commitment so you know as I said everybody struggles with commitment right Uh, I sat down and I said to myself okay we're not going to do anything else because a part of the problem with committing was that I was stretching myself so thin to try and do everything that I didn't do anything at all. And this is a pretty common problem for business owners. Um, and so what I did was I sat down and I actually did all the different episodes that I would normally want to produce in a single month. So there's two episodes per week. One of them is very detailed sort of why are my why am I teaching you what I'm teaching you and then it also gets into how do you implement it and then next steps that you would want to take and then we have the shorter version which are called biz analyst moments which really take one key point from the longer version and expand on it a little bit and just explain why that point was sort of the most important point out of the longer version. So there isn't a lot of, excuse me, how to in the shorter version, but it does sort of tease that idea and help you, I guess, get an understanding of whether or not you would actually want to learn um, learn and listen to the longer version. So that was cool. I, I was very proud of myself for that. And what I would like to do is actually get to a point where we're getting about like probably 100 to even 150 um, plays per month. So I would say since we're we're actually below even um, sometimes 10 for sure plays per month. So even though I'm putting out, let's see, eight episodes, if if I only get 10 plays per episode, and sometimes I'm not even getting 10 plays per episode, that's still only 80 plays in a month, and I really want to move it up to 100. So what that means is that I really need about 15 to 20 plays per episode, and then we can definitely get over that hump. So I would really appreciate it if you like this stuff to actually share the episode with other people that you might know who might be able to use this, share it on social media and get the word out there about this ep- about this podcast. That would be great. And lastly, I know this is running on a little bit long, but um, this is the last point, I promise. Um is that I'd really like to hear from you guys on what it is that you want me to talk about. So I'm not necessarily, I'm committed to the podcast in general, but the individual episodes or what 
their theme is in general or what I talk about is not set in stone. So I don't mind throwing away um, one particular episode theme, you know, whether it be moving your career forward or um, what's the other one? It's um, the Babok talk or maybe, well, the retrospective I, I will always keep because that's an important one. Um, or, or even the topics that I talk about, I'm not committed to any of them. And so what I really want to do is produce stuff that you guys want to listen to. So if you can send me your ideas of what you'd like to hear about, as far as career change to business analysis, let me know. My email address is beingabizanalyst at gmail.com and there are no underscores or anything or dashes or anything like that. It's all one word. So that's it for the retrospective this month. Thank you very much for tuning in. This has been another episode of Being a Biz Analyst Retrospective. Hi folks, well, that was a great, another great episode uh, from Being a Biz Analyst, and this was an episode of The Retrospective, and I hope you'll join us next time for our next episode of The Retrospective. Thank you very much, and have a wonderful day. As always, keep pursuing your potential, biz analyst potential to biz analyst career. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful day.